G'day listeners and welcome back to another episode. My name's Dan and we're joined by Cameron. Hello Cameron. Hey guys, how's it going? We're, um, we're bringing you another episode of The Riff, or today, shall I say, The Spliff. The Spliff? Why are we called The, the Spliff today? Uh, we're going to talk about cannabis. Oh, you mean marijuana? Pot. Or ganja? Chiba. Blaze. Chronic. Dope. Weed. Mary Jane. Salad. Trees. Bud. Dank. Primo. And the green. I think you get the point. We're, We're gonna... talking about cannabis. Cannabis. <laughs> so why are we talking about cannabis today? Well, Dan, there's been a recent bill that has been uh, drafted and proposed and confirmed in the ACT. Are you... Are you... You're not referring to the Drugs of Dependence Open Bracket Personal Cannabis Use Close Bracket amend, Amendment Bill 2018. I are can't you? believe you remember that. That is that is the exact bill I'm I didn't, talking I about. I didn't. I wasn't reading it. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but that is the bill that we are talking about today because it's a hot topic that's mm. blazing through yes. the media at the moment. And, and and the legislature and the legislature and you know yeah. what here we love the legislature when it's a big issue for them it's a big issue for us yeah so we we were hoping to just cover it in some some more detail today to but before we start covering that in detail hmm. then we really we need to understand what cannabis is and oh, yeah. why is it All illegal right. to begin with well, that's a good point. Okay, yeah, so okay. so we're, we'll, we'll go back in time a little. Go bit. back in time, you know, get back in the old wagon. Yep. And we end up in 500 BC. Right. And in around 500 BC, that's when humans first started using uh, the cannabis plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't use it to get high, as mm-hmm. it is used for today. Uh, but they used it as a type of herbal medicine and. The history records seem to think that this started in Asia in around 500 right. BC. I should I should interject there. It's not these days. Not always used to get high. No, no, no. It's not. Well, that's the most common thought you have of when people. Well, think that's of true. Marijuana. Yeah, that's sort of where your mind goes. But and so yeah. marijuana <clears throat> or cannabis, it comes from the hemp plant. Mm. And hemp is used for a number of things today, from clothing uh, to paper, sails, rope, and its seeds were also used as food. Uh, So then we move into around the 1800s and there was an Irish doctor studying in India by the name of Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy and he found that cannabis extracts could actually help lessen stomach pain in vomiting people who were suffering from cholera. Mm. So this was, you know, the advancement of using the cannabis plant or the hemp plant, sorry. Uh, And then by the late 1800s, cannabis extracts were sold in pharmacies and doctors' offices all throughout Europe uh, in the United States. Uh, And I think many people may have seen photos on uh, social media where you see some of these old medicine bottles and, you know, they've got 99% um, hemp or cannabis or whatever in them. Yeah. Uh, And then so it wasn't really until around the 1900s that people used it for recreational purposes. Uh, And then over the next hundred years, from around 1900 to about 2000, it was banned all throughout the world, really. So it it seems like the banning of cannabis coincides with the recreational use. That's what it seems from the the historical um, nature of the hemp plant. So then that really leads us into the next issue we'll if it was being used for recreational purposes, why was it banned in the first? Pro- yeah, I mean, it's probably probably to do with the the effects of 
the cannabis. Yeah, and what are the effects of the cannabis? I mean, it would, would have had various mental and physical effects. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know personally, <laughs> but, you know, uh, I've heard it has sort of short-term effects, which can include, you know, well, might include euphoria or other sort of mood changes, heightened sensory perception, even increased appetite. Yeah. But as we say, that's that may be seen as a general feeling is why people use it. Yeah. There's also many others that use marijuana and they experience anxiety, fear or panic, for instance. Yeah. And then the effects of the cannabis or the negative effects, sorry, usually come when somebody uses too much of it. From, mm. From, mm. That's what the studies seem to indicate at this stage. What is the component of the cannabis plant that, that causes this reaction? Well, the chemical that is really responsible for all these issues is called tetrahydrocannabinol, or THC for short. Mm. And this is the chemical that's really, is the potent drug in the hemp plant or cannabis or whatever it is. Uh, And that chemical has increased dramatically in the plant over the last hundred years. It's increased dramatically. Yeah, that's right. I assume that's to do with some sort of evolutionary process yeah some, something something to do something i would say that is man yeah man made we, we, we shouldn't note at this point that we are completely talking out of school here. <laughs> that's we, right we, we are not doctors we, we not, do not know anything about no. marijuana other than the research that we have done for this podcast <clears throat> um but what we do know from our research is that in the 1990s the average thc content of confiscated marijuana was roughly about four percent but by 2014, it was about 12%, uh, with a few strains of marijuana containing THC levels as high as 37%. You can see that that's a dramatic increase over yeah, just a period yeah. of about 20 years. And so that brings us to, let's talk about Australia. Yeah, let's bring it home. And so in 1913, Australia signed the International Hague Convention on Narcotics and extended importation controls over drugs other than opium. And then so since around the 1960s, there's been multiple people that have tried to help legalize cannabis. Everybody knows the big legalize it signs, I imagine. And then in around 2010, there was a survey done uh, and it found that over one third of all Australians aged 22 or older, which is about 33.5% of the population or 5.8 million people had tried cannabis and about 1 million people around the country had used it in the past year. And from that number, it is estimated that around 750,000 Australians use cannabis every week, and approximately around 300,000 people use it on a daily basis. Yeah, I came across a survey. It's the National Drug Strategy Household Survey, of, so a bit more recent, in 2016, which said that uh, 8.4% of people aged 14 or older in the ACT uh, had used cannabis in the last 12 months. Wow. Mm. So, so from the looks of both these surveys, it's it's a, quite a large number of people. Yeah, I think I do remember reading that Australia had one of the highest sort of per capita rates of cannabis use. I don't know sort of where we sit. However, even though we are one of the countries that has the highest rate of use of cannabis it is the legal in australia um and the way that the australian justice system has dealt with this over the last 
100 years really hasn't been a punitive system. So we don't really punish people for using marijuana. Um, we focus on minimizing the harm and coming up with strategies and different frameworks to help people with their drug problems here. So I think we should explain to our listeners why this bill that's um, soon to be law in the ACTs is so um, sort of so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's because it's going to bring the laws in the ACT in line with only very few countries in the world that have actually legalised recreational use of cannabis. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So generally the way it's it's broken up, looking at it from a, a sort of legal perspective, is in various countries, recreational use of marijuana is either it's either legal, it's illegal, but it's decriminalized. Mm-hmm. So that means that you might get a fine. But you won't go to jail. But you're not gonna yeah, you're not gonna go to jail. Um, so first category, it's it's legal. Second category, it's illegal, but it's decriminalized. Yep. The third category is it's illegal, but often unenforced. I don't think we'll talk about that. No. That's uh, it's a bit of a gray area. And then obviously the fourth category is it's just outright illegal. And you've got to remember what we're talking about here is the use, not the supply. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's the use. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about recreational use today we're not talking about medicinal use yeah. or prescribed marijuana we're we're solely talking about recreational use so that's why it's so it's so unique so there's only a i think there's only a couple of countries in the world that have legalized recreational use and you know when i say legalized i mean it's always to an extent yes you know you can't just walk around in public smoking a joint no no um, you know there are there are restrictions on what is recreational use but Uruguay is one country yes. that has legalized marijuana. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so the ACT would be in line with Uruguay. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I haven't read the laws in Uruguay, but maybe their definition of what is recreational use is it's, different to the ACT. Yeah. But Canada, I think, is has legalized some form of recreational use. Yep. Uh, so in Australia currently... Yeah, the issue of recreational use of marijuana is dealt with by the states. That's right. To we'll, an extent, we'll get, we're we'll, going to get gonna to that. Get to... This is the whole contentious part of the the bill, that, uh, the, the the proposed law. So, c- currently, going back to those four categories: legal, illegal but decriminalised, illegal but unenforced, and illegal. In Australia, it's just outright illegal in most places in Western yeah. Australia in Queensland, in New South Wales, in Victoria, in Tasmania. So if you get caught with it, you're in trouble, essentially. Yeah, I mean, at law, in theory, you could you know, go to jail. But in Northern Territory and South Australia and the ACT, it's currently illegal but decriminalised. So if you're caught using it, you would be given a fine. That's yeah. That's the current situation in ACT South Australia and Northern Territory. So that uh, they don't have a um, they haven't well they've decriminalised recreational use of marijuana. But you you could still expect to to cop a fine or yeah, yeah. You know, something of, of of that nature. But but what let's talk about the actual bill. So the bill we're talking about is the bill that was 
passed on the 25th of September yeah. 2019, so about a month ago now. And these laws were passed uh, by the ACT Legislative Assembly, allowing possession of up to 50 grams of marijuana or cannabis per person and a maximum of four plants per household. And this bill will come into effect from January 31, 2020. So this was actually a very quick bill to get sorted. It was first proposed by uh, Mr. Peterson in 2018, and it was obviously passed in 2019. So that's pretty quick for Parliament. Mm. And so a couple of... Um, uh, points throughout the bill. I've just got the bill here, so I just I just want to raise a couple of interesting things. So it limits two cannabis plants per person. I think that was originally it was proposed in the original version of the bill as four, but that's been cut down. So to the two. bill's been amended. Yeah, it's been amended a few times. Because I just said four. No, I think. No, no, I think you said four plants per household. Oh, household. That's right. a, that's okay. You can have yeah, that's that's another interesting point. It's up to four plants per household, but a limit of two plants per person. person. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, again, I don't re- really know anything about the growing of cannabis or cultivating, but I don't know if there's a doesn't seem like there's a limit on the size of the Plant. The plant, yeah. I don't know how sort of tall they. You grow. sound like an expert on this. Dan. Can they just keep going? I mean, uh, anything else interesting that came out of the bill? Uh, so, uh, it specifically says, uh, and this seems pretty logical. Smoking near children is prohibited. You can't smoke in public places. Yeah, or can't smoke it in a public place. Uh, I thought this was interesting. It says that there's a distinction between, I think the the weight limit. What did you say the weight limit was? Fifty grams was it 50 grams yes per person yeah i think they've they've made a distinction between dry and fresh or wet cannabis so it's 50 grams dry cannabis i think that's once once it is sort of picked and cut up and whatever you do with it it's a limit of 150 grams on fresh cannabis so yeah, I suppose because it's it's heavier and it's soon to dry out and become lighter so that's an interesting point yeah, yeah. So these are the things that people will need to know once mm. it gets passed. Yeah, absolutely. But the real reason why we think this is interesting yes. and why the media thinks this in, is interesting at the moment is it is a new state bill in the ACT. which oh, Territory bill. Territory bill. Sorry, sorry. Pick me up there. In the ACT, which is completely different to the current federal law. Yeah, this is the contentious point of the bill. And this is... If you've done any reading or you've heard any sort of news pieces on this bill, this is what they're talking about. Yeah. So it's the conflict between the territory and the federal law. That's right. So under the Commonwealth Law of Australia, uh, cannabis remains a prohibited substance and police officers in the ACT have the power to charge anyone with cannabis under those federal laws. Yes. So what's very interesting, Dan, is that once this bill is passed, a police officer in the ACT can come to your door and say, hey, you over there, I'm not going to charge you for your use of cannabis under the territory law, Mm. but I'm going to charge you under the Federal Criminal Code Act of 1995, and you're going to get into a bit of trouble. Put it really simply, once the bill passes into law, it's 
Yes, it's legal under under ACT law, but it's still illegal under federal law. And yes, I can read all your minds. It is very confusing. Very, very confusing. And we're going to try and predict how this is going to play out in but, in real terms. But what we can actually go back a couple of years here, Dan, and uh, something similar happened in the ACT in 2013. It did. Uh, so in 2013 in the ACT, gay marriage was passed in the ACT. Uh, and they said that they would introduce a, a bill to legalize same-sex marriage. So the bill would have enabled couples who are not able to marry under the Commonwealth Marriage Act uh, to enter into a marriage in the ACT. Mm. So this was supposed to happen from 7 December 2013. And then as soon as the ACT's law had been passed, uh, the Commonwealth launched a challenge to the High Court uh, and it delivered a judgment on the 12th of December 2013, so only a couple of days later. And this High Court decision said that between, if there is any dispute between the ACT Act and the federal legislation, uh, the ACT Act would be invalid and would have no, in, no effect because it was inconsistent with the other acts of the Commonwealth. Mm. So really what this means was that gay marriage was not able to be legalised in ACT. Yeah. Or if any, if any other territory or state tried yeah. this. It wouldn't work. Now, the key yeah. thing to remember here as well is that the Commonwealth did not legislate on this issue. They took it to the High Court. Mm. So this is what we call common law as opposed to legislation. So legislation can be changed by the government, and it was changed by the government in 2017. And the government changed the meaning of marriage to include same-sex marriage. So that is why uh, same-sex couples can now get married. So, Dan, mm. taking into account that, what's the real big issues here with this proposed, or not proposed now, uh, this cannabis bill? bill? So Section 109 of the Constitution, uh, I don't know if anyone's read the Constitution, no one's read it, <laughs> But um, in constitutional law, <laughs> we, we have one. Australia has a constitution. Uh, it says things. And one of the things that it says is um, basically where a state or territory law is inconsistent with a federal law, the federal law wins. Right. So is there any way we can change the constitution, Dan? Referendum. That's the only way that we can change it. That's right. But interestingly, so you're talking about the federal what the federal law that applies before. So, this, you know, this is the scenario we're talking about where a ACT police officer can, strangely enough, charge you criminally uh, under, the federal, under law. the federal law, but um, you sort of let you go under the this new ACT law. But under the, fe under the federal law, the Commonwealth Criminal Code Act, in Division 313, if anyone's interested in looking that up. It actually, One of my favourite sections. It's a great section. It actually says that the, the federal law may not apply to a person if the conduct, the illegal conduct, is justified or excused by or under a law of the state or territory. So that's almost the complete opposite is yeah. what I just said. So, <laughs> so. It's a bit, we're sort of, it feels like we're going around in circles here, but that's a potential defense to being charged, charged under the federal legislation, legislation. because uh, you can point to that section and say, well, hang on, I'm, I'm in the ACT, it's excused mm. under, or it's um, 
justified under the or legalized in the ACT. And look, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're confused, it's understandable. Even the Attorney General Gordon Ramsay uh, made not the chef, not the chef. No, our Attorney General's name is, or the ACT Attorney General's name is Gordon Ramsay. Uh, he came out earlier this year and said that, that look that growing or consuming cannabis once this bill had been passed uh, still was carrying a degree of risk. And he said that this does not entirely remove the risk of people being arrested under the Commonwealth law. And we are being upfront uh, with the community about that. Yeah, and I I think there's still some confusion around whether that defence I was just talking about would actually apply. That's right. And probably the only way we're going to find that out is if there's a case run run through the courts and we'll see whether that, that defence actually applies. But anyway, that's just a, a little sort of... Rundown of what this proposed bill means, yeah. what it's going to do, and why there is a lot of confusion about how it's actually going to affect the day-to-day public. Yeah, so there, I mean, there's confusion because of what we've just said, that, that people in the ACT can be charged under the federal... Um, legislation but not their own legislation but I think let's step back and look at this as a bigger picture yeah how do we think you know how do we think this is all going to play out so there's probably a few options I think we think there's about three options yeah three ways that this can go the first way is that the constitution has changed so it's changed (laughs) by a referendum that'd be amazing um and as we know Australia does not like referendums. So the, the change we're talking about is that, this is a bit silly, but really the change we're talking about is that conflict in laws. Yeah, the, the, states, the states prevail over the federal law, which yeah. we can probably say almost 100% that's is not going to happen. We thought we'd just throw it out for a bit of fun. So that's option one. States and territories yeah. would just go rogue if that happened. Option two is with the federal criminal code, the federal government could amend that act to wipe out that somewhat defence. Yeah, the defence we were talking about, which says that if if um, it's justified in the state or territory, then the federal code yeah. doesn't apply. That's right. And so, the third option is the same thing that happened with gay marriage in the ACT, is that court action will be filed and the court will deem that the act is inconsistent with the federal mm. act. Mm-hmm. which means that the federal act will prevail. So, so that would be the, you know, the federal government bringing an action... Against in, the ACT yeah, government. Yeah. So that's the three ways it could go at this stage. Now, Dan, how do you see it going? Well, I think probably what's going to happen is I think the courts will ultimately determine that it's inconsistent. Same as with gay marriage, yep. Uh, but then after that... It may be we might see it legalized on a federal level. Yeah, I don't think in the sort of near future. Maybe, maybe next ten years. Yeah, or so. yeah, next ten years I, or so. I, I agree yeah. with you. I think that we're getting to the stage where it probably will be legalized in the future, but it's going to have to be legalized by the Commonwealth or mm. federal government. States just don't have the power to do that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that all remains to be seen. Yeah, but that really wraps up the. The cannabis bill of the ACT. So if you have any further questions about this proposed bill or any other legal topic, uh, feel free to send us an email at info at adamslawyers.com.au. 
And that's it for this week. Anything else from you, Dan? No, that's it. Thanks, guys. And we'll... Um we won't see you, obviously, because yeah. we can't see you. But um, we'll we, speak to you. We soon. look forward to uh, bringing you uh, another podcast in the near future. Yeah, that's right. And if you're liking this podcast, please go to our Facebook page uh, by searching Adams and Partners Lawyers on Facebook and giving us a like. We'd really appreciate that. And we'll speak to you soon. So that's it from me. See you guys. Bye.